Howdy, folks. You're tuning into Yesterday Today. This is the radio program that presents to you all of the best humdingers of yesterday's radio for right now. I'm the producer of this little outfit, and I choose to introduce the program this week as I'm just a bundle of positivity and enthusiasm. You see, after a brief stint inside a sanitarium... Klein, all I'm saying is you can't call it a harvest party if you aren't actually harvesting crops. It's not that deep, Jake. It's just a church-acceptable name for a Halloween party. But it comes off as inauthentic. If you're throwing a harvest party, I want some harvesting being done. Like, I want to be picking some... Hey, hey, could we get some quiet in here? I'm trying to record you guys' show. Oh, our producer. What what are you doing back? When did they let you out of the loony bin? You two will be glad to know that I spent quite a bit of time talking to my therapist and got to spend quite a few relaxing weeks at a nearby retreat up in the mountains. I spent the first part of this autumn watching the tree leaves turn orange while I, myself, turned over a new leaf as well. Yes, sir, I'm a changed man. No longer do I hold on to the same bitterness and cynicism that gripped me after the incident. The incident? You mean when Sydney asked out your daughter? Oh, there, easy. Easy there, buddy. No, no, unhand the boy's mouth. It's all right. Part of my recovery is being able to talk about these upsetting circumstances. Then how come you won't actually mention it by name? Baby steps. Baby steps. So you're in recovery, then? That's how my doctor put it. You see, I was putting myself under so much pressure because of the circumstances. My system was under a lot of stress. That's why going to the retreat was so important. It gave me an opportunity to refocus and find my inner peace. Dr. McGillicuddy knew what he was talking about. Dr. McGillicuddy? Isn't that the name of an off-the-shelf liquor brand? That's my therapist. And he said I'll be just fine. But it's absolutely imperative that no matter what, I'm not exposed to any worrying or distressing things. No surprises. No irritation. No jump scare. Run for your lives! Hi, <laughs> caramba! Uh, oh, sorry, I, 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 I didn't realize our producer was back from his vacation. <laughs> hello, sir. <laughs> uh, he- hello, Sid. Hi. Sidney, what are you doing jumping around and yelling? Didn't mean to startle you. <laughs> Actually, I did. I'm just getting ready for ghosts and goblins to ascend on the studio, you know, after all. The day of All Hallows' Eve is nearing. Sidney, don't tell me you're planning on ghost hunting in the studio again like last year. I thought you were done being weird. Oh no, don't be silly. I retired my ghost hunting equipment when I started dating Mays... <coughs> the, uh... <laughs> the producer's da... Da, um... The female of relation to, uh... No, no, it's okay. I, I need to be able to come to terms with the situation. Go ahead and say it. <clears throat> when I when I started dating Maisie, the producer's daughter. Oh no no no! Still hurts. So if you're not ghost hunting, Sydney, what what do you what do you what are you holding there? What's going on? What this? It's my skeleton, goblin, and Frankenstein-y ghoul costume. <laughs> you're lucky I wasn't jumping out while wearing this. You you really really lost it. Your skeleton, Frankenstein-y 
ghoul costume. Oh, yeah, yeah. You guys may not know it yet, but I'm getting ready to turn this building into the scariest haunted house you've ever seen. We're talking gravestones, walking corpses, brains spilling out of skulls. The full festive experience. It occurs to me that this is a rather morbid holiday. I, I've, I've always said bring back the days when Halloween was April Fool's Day with a pumpkin-y fall aesthetic. I mean, I, I, look, I'm, I'm not on board with this either. <laughs> the days of uh, pulling pranks and, and ding-dong ditch and uh, putting, the, putting the mayor's buggy on the roof of City Hall, those days are long gone. I'm making this the freakiest building you'll have ever seen. I hope none of you have gotten orders from your doctors to avoid sudden scares or jumps, because <laughs> you'll have plenty of those by the end of the night. <laughs> Until we meet again. <laughs> I think he's trying to kill me. No, oh, he's just enthusiastic, that's all. A little misguided, perhaps, but... Right, right, yeah, I gotta think positive. The little creep is just getting into holiday spirit. Is calling him a creep really being positive? It was a compliment. He's trying to be scary, isn't he? He's a creep. Well, on that note, I suppose we should start the show, as you may have surmised... Halloween theme continues here, and so in that vein, here are some uh, appropriate songs that I think you'll like.
happens outside when it gets late. Long about midnight, the ghosts and banshees get together for their nightly jamborees. There's ghosts with horns and saucer eyes, and some with fangs about this size. Some short and fat, some tall and thin. Some don't even bother to wear their skin. Oh, oh, I'm telling you, brother, it's a frightful sight to see what goes on in the night. Spooks have a midnight jamboree. They break it up with fiendish glee. Ghosts are bad, but the one that's cursed is the headless horseman. He's the worst when he goes a jogging across the land, holding a noggin in his hand. Demons take one look and groan and hit the road for parts unknown. And there's no wraith like a spooky spurn. They don't like him and he's really burnt. He swears to the longest day he's dead. He'll show them that he can get ahead. Unless you're careful, he'll get yours. Don't think he'll hesitate a bit, 'cause he'll clip your top if it'll fit. And he likes 'em little, likes 'em big. Part in the middle or a wig, black or white or even red. The headless horseman needs a head with a hip hip and a clippity clop. He's out looking for a top to chop. So don't stop to figure out a plan. You can't reason with a headless man. So after dark, you can't be good. Stay at home the way that you should. 'Cause right outside and waiting there is the headless horseman. Man, I'm getting out of here.
you say. Are you whistling in the dark just to scare the ghost away? I know there's something following me that I can't see. Someone sure laid an awful hex on me. A hex? Ah, Tex, that's pretty far-fetched. Man, I think you're just a little bit touched. If you'd have got a load of what I saw last night, you'd have passed the Yankee Clipper on his maiden flight. Last night I saw up on the stairs little man who wasn't there, he wasn't there again today. Oh, how I wish he'd go away. When I came home last night at three, the man was waiting there for me. But when I looked around the hall, I couldn't see him there at all. Go away, go away, don't you come back anymore. Go away, go away, and please don't slam the door. Last night I saw upon the stand A little man who wasn't there He wasn't there again today Oh, how I wish he'd go away Who had a broken broom When he went anywhere It would wobble in the air And his heart would fill with gloom He tried so hard to fix it every night But he just couldn't get it working right The wobbling goblin with the broken broom could never fly too high For right at the takeoff Another piece would break off And soon he would be dangling in the sky Each evening just as he would leave the ground His radio would say Control tower to goblin Your broomstick is wobbling You'd better make a landing right away it soon got so he could only ride when the witches took him piggyback Until at last he used his brain and bought himself an aeroplane So if you'll look for him on Halloween, you'll see him zip and zoom no harm can befall him, no longer can they call him The Wobbling Goblin with the Broken Room Thank you. 
another piece would break off and he would soon be dangling in the sky each evening just as he would leave the ground his radio would say control tower to goblin your broomstick is wobbling you better make a landing right away it soon got so he could only ride when the witches took him piggyback until at last he used his brain and bought himself an aeroplane so if you'll look for him on halloween you'll see him zip and zoom no harm can befall him no longer can they call him the wobbling goblin with the broken broom Sorry, madam. Well, you've got your nerve. He's usually here with some cheer every day. He's sure been a pal since my gal went away. Although you may not see him at first, just quench your thirst soon. Along. Don't get me wrong, I don't mean to boast, but you can count upon my friend. I'm a phantom. 
I'm a goblin. I'm a very wicked ghost. But conditions are the worst we've ever seen. When we look at all the headlines that they print from coast to coast, we're afraid to leave the house this Halloween. When the kids came home from school on roller skates or wagons, it was sport to follow them and make a noise like dragons. Now the kids in rocket ships go roaring through the clouds. Oh, I tell you, we are shaking in our shrouds. I'm a demon. I'm a werewolf. I'm a snapping, snarling spook. And it used to be a pleasure to be mean. But if children love that groaning from a box they call the juke, we, we won't leave our haunted house this Halloween. Who's there? Who's there? Up there on the stairs. Beware. Beware, I hear somebody coming, a boy, his toe, oh look there, he goes, I miss, the ghost is going to town, he takes his cane, his gloves and his hat, and like a cat, he hurries down the alley, the moon is bright, and this is the night, when miss, the ghost is going to town. And he can't be late He's got a day To do a little stepping He'll shake his bone Two hot sacks of foam Cause Mr. Ghost is going to town
Welcome back to Yesterday Today. That was Halloween-themed music, and... We have a problem. Uh, what would life be without problems? What's up? Yeah, Sydney's booby-trapped our entire building with his hellish Halloween hijinks. Uh, what do you mean? Well, I just opened the cabinet in the break room, and this giant fake Durangela jumped out onto my face. Uh, well, at least I hope it's fake. You hope? Well, it's definitely not alive, but I think it might actually be a real stuffed spider. Wonderful, but I mean, that doesn't sound too bad. I... Well, I'm worried if the producer runs into one of these little tricks, it might be enough to make him huck all of that kumbaya stuff out the window and wring Sydney's neck. Nah, if he's just doing harmless things like fake spiders, it's, it's, it's not a big deal. Howdy, fellas. How's the program coming along? Oh, wow, what happened to you? You're drenched in... in... <laughs> Is that fruit punch? Oh, that... Well, it would seem that as I entered the washroom there, I fell victim to one of young Sidney's little gags. He rigged up a bucket on the top of the door, labeled Blood and Guts, filled with some type of red Kool-Aid and gummy eye candies to fall on any unsuspecting persons foolish enough to think that they could take care of their business in a calm and civilized manner. Well, you, you know Sidney, he's uh, en enthusiastic. You, I mean, you can't hold that against him. He, oh, tut-tut, he... Jacob, all is well. It was just a harmless little goof. Sure, my favorite bowling shirt that I've got on here is ruined, but I got a good laugh out of it, and that's what matters. You laughed about it. Well, not yet, but I will. Once I get my hands on that little fiend and close his esophagus with my fists wrapped around it, no. No, no, no. Sorry. I didn't mean to get homicidal there. I forgot. I'm a changed man. Right, right. Changed man. What? You ain't the fact that I've been back less than a day and I've already let Sydney induce blind rage in me is a sign I haven't developed as a person. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Why, I am scandalized at your lack of faith in me. I'll have you know. The next time I see the little urchin, I intend to give him a warm, sweet embrace. <laughs> well, here's your chance. Did I, did I scare you guys? Don't worry, it's just me, Sydney, in this costume I was telling you about. <laughs> Bet you never would have guessed if I hadn't told you. Sydney, come here. Give me a hug. <laughs> Why are we hugging? Why are we hugging? To show you that I don't have any hard feelings about that little goof of yours with the blood and guts in the bathroom. Oh, well, <laughs> I actually figured Jake and McLean were going to find that, but I, I didn't mean for you to... Uh... Oh, no, it's mm. quite all right. A great little goof. Oh, <clears throat> great. Yeah, great. You got quite a hug here. I've got a lot of love. What of it? Just, uh, it's, a, it's a little tight, that's all. I, I, I think that's enough love for now. You, you, can, you can let Sydney go. Yeah, I, I definitely feel loved. I'm, I'm good. Oh, of course. There you go. <sighs> anyway, I suppose I'll go finish up that trip to the washroom that I had that was interrupted. See you, fellas. Sydney, are you insane? <sighs> What are you talking about? You've got the entire building booby-trapped. You're taking your life into your hands. I'm just trying to get things around here scary for Halloween. Sydney, the only thing you should be scared of is what the producer will do to you if he finds another one of your little scares. The man's barely hanging on. <laughs> all right, all right, man. I guess I'll tone it down a notch.
Oh no, buddy! You should tone it down all the way. Tone, tone down all of the notches. Get, get rid of all your little traps and tricks you got around here. Every one. Every one. I mean, you got a lot of stuff around here. Sydney, for your own sake, please get rid of it all. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll use my janitorial expertise to do a complete sweep and empty the entire place. You buzzkill. Yeah, see that you do. Anyway, next up on the show, we have an episode of Jack Benny involving, uh, involving the holiday, so here it is. The Lucky Strike program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Dennis Day, and yours truly, Don Wilson. gentlemen, tonight is Halloween, and in Beverly Hills, as in communities all over the country, the little goblins have already started through the neighborhood playing trick or treat. Well, this is the last house in the block. Before we go to the next street, I think we ought to put all the stuff we got in one big bag. You go first, Bobby. I'm Joy. Bobby and me changed masks. Well, it doesn't make any difference. Let's all empty our pockets and see what we got. I'll go first. I got a piece of fudge, a stick of gum, and two lollipops. I got an apple, some popcorn, two cookies, and a chocolate bar. I got some lemon drops, a peppermint stick, and a donut. I got a Tootsie Roll, a packet of... (laughs) A package of Lifesavers and a can of Strong Heart. Dog food, huh? Hey, fellas, we're wasting time. Let's get over to the next street and knock on some more doors. Yeah, yeah let's yeah, go. Yeah, let's go. Hey, Bobby, there's that new kid that moved into the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Hey, Butch. Hiya, fellas. You playing trick-or-treat, too? Yeah, I've been to every house in the neighborhood. You have? Hey, what do you got in that big gunny sack? A walnut and two jelly beans. Ah, <laughs> eh, Beverly Hills. <laughs> Butch, I want you to meet the treasurer of our club, Mr. Jack Benny. Hiya, Mr. Benny. Hello, Butch. You can be very proud that you've met Mr. Benny. I can't? Why? You've just shaken the hand that knocked out Gene Tunney. <laughs> Gosh, Gene Tunney, with that old right cross to that kisser in the third round, right, killer? Well, I, uh, I know that you kids have a tendency to exaggerate. It, it wasn't the seventh round. <laughs> That's what it was. Until Butch what Mr. Benny went to England this year. Yeah, Mr. Benny was the most decorated athlete in the United States Olympic team. <laughs> Gee, what if that was Ian? Are you kidding? In the same afternoon, he won the 100-meter dash, the pole vault, the discus throw, the broad jump, the high hurdles, and the diving contest. Holy smoke. And then he had to run 12 miles back to the Palladium to be in time for his evening performance. (laughs) Gee whiz. And it wasn't easy running with all those medals on. Oh, boy, what an athlete. Yeah, but Mr. Benny doesn't want anybody to know it. He even wears big pants in his coat so his muscles won't show. <laughs> and not, on, not only that, Butch, Mr. Benny's in the movies, too. He made a picture called... Oh, come the... on, fellas, let's go. 
You know, Halloween will be over before we know it. Now, let's go ring some more doorbells. Okay. Hey, kids, this is the street where Mary Livingston lives. Mary Livingston? Isn't that the girl you said was nuts about you? Yeah, yeah. I'm going over and call on her. Listen, I'll see you back here in a few minutes. Okay. Gee, I hope Mary's maid is out tonight so she'll open the door herself. Boy, will this mask fool her. Trick or treat? Oh, Pauline, it's probably some kid. I'll go and see. Mary, it's me. Oh, for heaven's sake. Pauline, come out from under the bed. Oh, did the wolf man go away? It's not a wolf man. It's Mr. Benny. He pulled, pulled his toupee down over his face and cut two eyes in it. <laughs> yeah. Say, Mary, do you mind if I come in and sit down for a few minutes? I'm worn out. Worn out? Why are you so tired? I don't know. I guess I haven't gotten over the Olympics, you know? What? I mean, I walked over from Olympic Boulevard. <laughs> oh, boy. Let me get into that chair. Say, Jack, I received an advanced copy of the Saturday Evening Post, and there's a big article in it about you. There is? Let me see it. Here you are. Oh, yeah. Say, look at that picture of me. Say, I look pretty good, don't I? A lot of color in my face. Put on your glasses. That's an ad for Campbell's tomato soup. <laughs> oh. You were looking at a tomato. Thank heaven. I thought I had a stem growing out of my head. <laughs> There's your picture on the other side. Oh, yeah. And there are my writers around the swimming pool. <laughs> what are you laughing at? They look like four gophers coming up for air. <laughs> I can't understand it. I pay them enough to get their teeth straightened. <laughs> Gosh, my feet hurt. Mary, do you mind if I slip off my shoes? No, go right ahead. Okay. <clears throat> ah, that feels better. You know, Mary, we've walked all over the neighborhood. Jack, I know that's a nice bunch of kids who belong to the Beavers Club, but you're too old for them. But, Mary, it's good for kids to have a hero, you know, an idol. Someone they can worship. I know, but what kind of an excuse are you going to give them Wednesday when they find out you weren't elected president? <laughs> That's what worries me. The kids won't believe it, you know. They'll demand a recount. Oh, well, I'll think of something, you know. Mr. Benny! Mr. Benny! We're waiting for you! Oh, the beavers are calling me. I gotta go. <laughs> All right, Claire. I'm glad you stopped by. Yeah, good night, Mary. Good night. Gee, Miss Livingston, did Mr. Benny have to go away so soon? Mm, don't worry, Pauline. He'll be back. Well, how do you know? He forgot his shoes. <laughs> Here. Thanks. <laughs> All right, fellas, I'm coming. Now, let's go ring some more doorbells. Yeah, and let's hurry. I gotta be home by 10 o'clock. Me too. That's what I told me, old lady. Butch. Butch, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Now, what kind of language is that for a beaver? Told me, old lady. Told me, old lady. <laughs> Kids. Kids, beavers. Did you hear that? I didn't hear anything. Neither did I. But you must have heard it. There was an echo when I said, Oh, no. No, I'm not going to say that again. Say what? Oh, me <laughs> yeah, I didn't even say it then. What's the matter with me, anyway? Oh, well, come on, kids. Come on, let's play some more trick-or-treat. Hey, Joey, 
I'm new here. What goes with this jerk? <laughs> he ain't no jerk. He's just tired from the Olympics. Come on, come on, Beaver. Don't lag back. Let's go. Gee, kids, we've walked about three miles since we left Mary's house. Hey, Mr. Benny, isn't this the house where Dennis Day lives? Yeah. Hey, let me go up alone. I want to scare Dennis's mother. You kids wait here. I think I'll look in the front window first, see if Mrs. Day is home. Good, it's open, too. Oh, Dennis! <laughs> Dennis, where are you? I'm in the library, Benita. <laughs> Dennis, stop imitating Ronald Coleman. Now go sit down and finish your dinner. Okay. Say, Mother, why are you ca carrying that baseball bat? In case some fathead comes to the door to play trick or treat. <laughs> hmm. Dennis, what happened to all the mustard that was in this jar? Oh, I used it to play a Halloween trick. A Halloween trick with mustard? Yeah, I smeared it all over your new nightgown. <laughs> what? You smeared mustard on my new nightgown? Not so loud. You're not supposed to find out till you go to bed. <laughs> oh, for heaven's sake. Oh, Mother, what are you mad about? I was a good sport last Halloween when I found my suit tied in knots and a dead mouse in my pocket. Oh, that's horrible. Who played a stupid trick like that on you? I did. <laughs> hmm. Every day they're getting babies mixed up in the hospital, but I had to get the right one. <laughs> now, then. Boy, I'm getting out of here. I wouldn't go near Mrs. Day with that baseball bat in her hand. Hey, Mr. Benny... Did you scare Dennis's mother? No, nah, there was nobody home. Well, I thought I heard somebody singing with a beautiful voice. Oh, that was me. <laughs> Down among the sheltering palms of my honeymoon. <laughs> my honeymoon. <laughs> hey, kids. Hey, kids, here's a friend of mine coming down the street. You hide in the bushes, and I'll put on my mask and scare him. Okay. Oh, boy, when he sees his mask, he'll jump out of his skin. Mr. Kitzel, how'd you recognize me? <laughs> Who else wears button shoes? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Well, Mr. Kitzel, uh, what are you doing out on the street? You know, don't you know this is Halloween? Yes, I know. This is the night when hobgoblins and spooks and monsters and witches are roaming the streets. Well, then what are you doing out? I'm looking for my wife. <laughs> oh. You know, we went to the movies and we got separated by the crowd. Oh, the movies? Now, what picture did you see? Johnny Belinches. <laughs> no, 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 Mr. Kitzel. Mr. Kitzel, that's Johnny Belinda. Oh. And wasn't Jane Wyman wonderful in that picture? She played such an unusual part. You no, know, she was dumb and she couldn't speak a single word. Hoo-hoo-hoo! To hear my wife like that. <laughs> oh, your wife talks a lot, huh? All the time, all the time. What does she talk about? Who listens? <laughs> you know, I hope someday, you know, tonight especially, that she gets home early so she can straighten up the house. Some kids tipped it over. <laughs> tipped over your house? Yeah. 
It must be awfully small. Small? In the morning, if you get out of the right side of the bed, you're in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. If you get out on the left side of the bed, you're in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And if you get out of the front of the bed, you're on the sunset bus. <laughs> Gee, you have got a small house. Huh? Yeah. Well, goodbye, Mr. Benny. Goodbye, Mr. Kitzel. It was nice uh, meeting you again. Likewise, I'm convinced. <laughs> Hey, kids. Hey, kids, Beavers. Beavers, where are you? Well, here we are, Mr. Benny. When you were talking to that man, we rang some more doorbells. Yeah, and we're dividing up the stuff we got. We dumped it out on the sidewalk. We got a lollipop, a stick of gum, a penny, a bottle of Coke, and a Tootsie Roll. I'll take the Coca-Cola. I'll take the Tootsie Roll. I'll take the lollipop. Now, it's between you and me, Mr. Benny. Which do you want, the stick of gum or the penny? <laughs> Well, I, I guess I'll take the stick of gum. Okay, get your foot off the penny. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Say, kids, look at while we're in this neighborhood, let's go over to Phil Harris's house. Okay. Ah, here we are, boys. This is Mr. Harris's house. Now, look, you kids go up to the door, and I'll hide here behind these bushes. Huh? Okay. You know, fellas, this has been an awful tame Halloween. Yeah, let's have some fun. Let's tip over Mr. Harris's trash can. Okay, here goes. buy anything in cans? Now, <laughs> kids, go, go, ahead, go ahead and ring the bell. Okay, I'll ring the bell and then we'll all hide. I guess Mr. Harris isn't home. His wife answered the door. Yeah, look at her standing there. Isn't she beautiful? Well, who is it? Who rang the bell? She's beautiful, all right, but she sure got a deep voice. Oh, there you are. Hey, you boys out celebrating Halloween? Uh-huh. Trick or treat. Oh, trick or treat, huh? Well, which would you kids rather have? We'd rather have the treat. Okay, here goes. Oh, won't you come with me to Alabama? There we'll meet my dear old mammy. She's frying eggs and broiling hell. Bell! That's what I like about the South High, you, Jackson. <laughs> You with these boys, or are you working solo? <laughs> Look, I'm with the boys, and we're having a lot of fun playing trick or treat. Well, I bet you can't wait till Easter when the fuzzy wuzzy bunny rabbit hides it in a bitsy <laughs> Never mind that, Phil. You just don't know how to enjoy yourself. Maybe you're right. Come on in, Jackson. Hey, come on in, kids. Okay, come on, Beavers. Come on. Phil, is Alice home? No, Alice took the children to a Halloween party and I had to stay home with her money. <laughs> well, if you ever need a sitter, call me up. <laughs> so you're, you're here all alone, huh? Yeah, but I don't mind, Jackson. I've been sitting here looking through my old picture album, you know, when I was a kid. Can we see them, Mr. Harris? Sure. Hey, look, there's a picture of me in school when I was in the first grade. 
it. Gee, what a cute bunch of little kids. But the teacher looks kind of familiar. That ain't the teacher, that's me. <laughs> oh, yeah, you were kind of slow in school, weren't you, Phil? Yeah, the teachers didn't seem to like me either. They were always picking on me. Did they make you stand in the corner? Listen, Junior, I stood in the corner so much I was the only kid in class with a triangular forehead. <laughs> triangular forehead? Gee, how'd you get rid of it? He massaged it till the point went to the top. <laughs> Say, Phil, this picture here, that, that's Remley, isn't it? Yeah, that's Frankie. <laughs> that picture was taken 18 years ago, the day he got out of school. Oh, on graduation day. Well, why isn't he wearing a cap and gown? Look, Jackson, the school Remley went to, you didn't graduate. You just had to be able to get over the wall. <laughs> oh. Incidentally, he never would have made it if I wasn't there to give him a boost. <laughs> Phil, I think you're just... Oh, uh, excuse me a minute, Jackson. Hello, this is the residence of Phil Harris and Alice Fay. And... Oh, I'm sorry, honey. I didn't know it was you or I'd have given you a top billing. <laughs> no, I'm not alone. Jackson dropped in with a bunch of kids, so I brought out my album and we got to talking about old times. You know, effervescing. That's reminiscing. <laughs> hmm. I know, honey. One of the kids just told me. <laughs> what did you call me for, baby? Oh, okay, I'll be right over and get you. Well, we've got to run along, Phil. Okay, Jackson, see you tomorrow. So long, kids. Bye. Bye. Gee, that Phil Harris is a nice guy. But I wish his wife, Alice Faye, was home. Yeah, she's beautiful. She certainly is. <laughs> she's got the bluest eyes I've ever seen. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Come over here under the street light. There. Now, come on, kids. We've got about five more houses. Now, now, look at where we go next. Hey, I know a good Halloween trick. What? Well, there are five of us. Let's go tip over Don Wilson. No. <laughs> no we mustn't do that. But I know what. Let's go over to Mr. Wilson's house anyway. Okay. Come on, Beavers. Come on. It's getting late. All right, kids. Here, here's Don Wilson's house. Gee, it's dark inside, but the door is open. Look, I better go in alone first. Okay. Wait here. Don. Don. Hmm, it's so dark in here. Don! Don, where are you? Jack! Jack, we're in here, me and the sportsman. Oh. Well, Don, what are you doing in this big house with, with all the lights out? We're telling ghost stories. Jack, we have a wonderful Halloween song we want to do. Yeah? Yeah. There are a few places where you join in, and there's one place where we want you to do a weird, crazy laugh. A weird, crazy laugh? All right, let's start. Well, we have to wait about 10 seconds yet. Why? We can't start till 9.26, bull of a witch time. Oh. <laughs> All right, but look at it. We've only got about... We've only got about five seconds more. Ready, everybody? Okay. L-S-M-F-T. Give you 
a thrill. There's a house on a hill full of spooks, but we will frighten them away. Take off my toupee. Come with the wolves, we will prowl. This is our night to howl, and we'll hoot like an owl. Hoot, hoot. We are the goblins who know where the warm breezes blow. And tobacco leaves grow. L-S-M-F-T. That's a smoke for me. So take a tip from a ghost. Use tobacco they toast. It's the one we like most. Oh, oh. Now? Go. Oh. Now? Yes. Go. <laughs> Aren't we the ones? Whoops. Look, there goes the skeleton. I'm shaking like gelatin. Before you get frightened, you better start lighting the lucky, and then we can go. So take a puff and you'll see, and we're sure you'll agree. And say lucky's for me. They are first again with Tobacco Man. Now, if you hand us our broom, we'll be leaving here soon. And go haunting for F. E. Wonderful, absolutely wonderful. Well, Jack, uh, maybe we could use it as a commercial on the program sometime. No, and it would scare all the people. Well, I better go. The beavers are waiting for me. So long, Don. So long. Ouch. Hmm. Imagine putting a mouse trap in a fruit bowl. He doesn't want people to eat his fruit. Why doesn't he keep it locked up like I do? <laughs> hey, kids. Kids, come on out. We'll... Kids. Now, where did they go? I better give the beaver a call. Oh! <laughs> Gee, that's the beaver's distress signal. I better hurry. Coming, fellas! Coming! Gee, I wonder what happened. I hope it's nothing serious. Well, there they are behind that fence. What happened, fellas? What Stevie happened? Stevie tore his pants climbing over the fence. Yes, I want to go home. Oh, come on, Stevie. That's nothing to cry over. What's so bad about tearing a hole in your pants? I was carrying my rabbit there and he got away. <laughs> I want to go home. Oh, don't let that rip in your pants spoil our fun. Now, I'll climb over the fence and I'll fix it for you. <laughs> well, so long, fellas. I better go home, too. We all better go home, huh? Okay, Mr. Benny, but before we break up, we want to say something to you. What is it? What is it, man? For he's a jolly good beaver, for he's a jolly good beaver, for he's a jolly good beaver, he's only 39. Ah, <laughs> uh, thanks. Thanks a lot, fellas. Thanks a lot. See you at the next meeting. Good night. Good night. Gee, what a night. Such fun. Ah, it's great to be young. La, 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 la. 
Uh-oh. I wonder... Well, it, it won't hurt to try. Trick or treat? I'm sorry, but I'm only the watchman in this bank. Understand it. Some people never want to get into the spirit of this thing. <laughs> well, I might as well go home, I guess. Hop, hop, till you drop. Skip, skip. Don't you trip. Step on a crack, you break your back. Oh, darn it, I stepped on one. Man, <laughs> ah, nobody saw me. <laughs> For I'm a jolly good beaver. For I'm a jolly good beaver. For I'm a jolly good beaver. Why don't I pay my dues? Why don't I pay my Welcome back to Yesterday Today. That was the Jack Benny program, and that about wraps us up for our spooky-themed Halloween episode today. Sydney, did you finish cleaning up all the little surprises you set up around the building so our producer wouldn't kill you? You bet, fellas. I swept the entire place clean of any werewolf claws or zombie crows or plague graphs and toxic waste tarantulas I had lying around. Uh, where, where'd you put all that? We saw you carrying armfuls of it earlier. Oh, well, I mean, there was a lot of stuff. I, I was going to put it out in my car, but it wouldn't fit. Where did you get a car? That's none of your business. Uh-huh. What'd you do with all this stuff? Oh, well, you know, I, I found a spot for it. That sounds rather ominous. Are we trying to foreshadow something right now? Hey, way to crank out another great program, you guys. I think this episode was one of your best yet. Anyway, the horse racers ain't gonna go make bets on themselves. I think my trifecta's about to hit. I'll be seeing you around. Well, you're going to go to the horse races in a, in a red Kool-Aid-stained outfit? I've shown up looking worse before, but maybe you have a point. Say, I left that nice banana yellow blazer of mine somewhere in this building. Let's see, where did I put that garment? Yeah, I mean, probably in the closet. Oh, that's right, the closet! I, I don't think it was the closet. I, you, you know, you probably left it somewhere else. You, you probably shouldn't even open the closet door. Don't be silly, Sydney. I left it right here in the... Looks <laughs> <laughs> like everything but your blazer was in there. <laughs> Tain't funny, McGee. <laughs> Sydney, I hope you have some of those fake headstones in this pile of junk. Why is that? Because I'm going to kill you. Come here. Well, let's wrap things up here so we can go save Simi's life. Seems to be a semi-regular occurrence around here. <clears throat> if you want more yesterday today, you can visit KISU.org or wherever you procure your fine podcasts. I'll uh, get a head start out there. Music heard today included Celery Stalks at Midnight by Lester on the Doors Day, The Headless Horseman by Bean Crosby, The Little Man Who Wasn't There by Glenn Miller, The Wobbling Goblin by Rosemary Clooney, My Friend the Ghost by Tommy Dorsey, The Halloween Song from The Bean Crosby Show, and Mr. Ghost is Going to Town by The Five Jones Boys. We'll see you all next week for another Halloween episode, and uh, we, we're going to go see Sydney now.
night and a rendezvous. Your eyes held a message tender, saying I surrender all my love to you. Midnight brought a sweet romance. I know. All my whole life through, I'll be remembering you. Whatever else I do, midnight.